The attic was a treasure trove of memories. Layers of dust, relics of a bygone era, and the faint scent of mothballs filled the air. Liam always loved this attic, considering it a portal to his family's past. Each time he ventured up the creaky stairs, he felt the embrace of nostalgia. On this particular day, a beam of sunlight filtered through a cracked window pane, illuminating the otherwise dim space. Piles of forgotten heirlooms beckoned, waiting for a fresh pair of eyes to rediscover them. He stumbled upon boxes of sepia-toned photographs, worn-out clothes, and even an ancient typewriter. But what caught his attention was a carefully wrapped bundle, placed almost deliberately away from everything else. Drawing the package closer, Liam noted the meticulousness with which it was covered. The fabric, though dusty with age, was clearly of high quality, embroidered with elaborate patterns of roses and vines. Slowly, he unwrapped it, the cloth unfurling like petals of a long-preserved flower. Beneath the protective wrapping was the porcelain doll. Its beauty was striking, alabaster skin that seemed to shimmer, contrasted with deep, blue eyes that gave it an almost lifelike appearance. There was a melancholic expression painted onto its face, capturing a timeless sorrow that seemed at odds with its otherwise delicate features. The level of detail was astonishing, each curl on its head, every stitch on its dress, everything was perfect. Liam's heart thudded loudly. As someone who had a keen eye for vintage collectibles, he recognized the rarity and the value of the find. By evening, the doll found a temporary abode on Liam's wooden bedside table. Its elegant form juxtaposed against the modernity of his room. The last golden rays of the sun streamed in, casting an ethereal glow on the doll, making its eyes appear almost luminescent. As night fell, the comfort of his bedroom was juxtaposed with an eeriness emanating from the doll. The world outside his window retreated, the nocturnal serenade of crickets the only proof of life beyond the four walls. But amidst this tranquility, there came a whisper, soft and subtle. It wasn't the wind, nor the rustling of leaves. It was something else entirely. Liam's heart raced once more, this time not in excitement but in apprehension. He leaned in, the whisper growing slightly louder, hinting at secrets from Epoch's past. The doll, once a silent relic from the attic, was now breathing tales of old into the hushed night. The very fabric of reality seemed to distort around Liam. The ambient warmth of his bedroom was replaced by a cold draft, making his skin erupt in goosebumps. He felt the weight of the air thicken, as if he were submerged in water, and the whisper from the doll evolved into a low hum that resonated in his very bones. Suddenly, his surroundings morphed. The familiar confines of his bedroom dissolved, and in its place stood a magnificent mansion of grandeur and opulence. Soaring ceilings, gilded frames, marble floors, the ballroom he found himself in was the epitome of luxury. Huge, chandeliers hung overhead, their crystals reflecting the golden hues of hundreds of candles. Shadows danced on the walls, creating an atmosphere of magic and intrigue. In the center of this room, a young girl, her golden curls cascading down her back, 
danced with fervor and delight. The hem of her pristine white dress fluttered like a butterfly's wings as she twirled. In her arms, she held the very porcelain doll Liam had discovered, and it was clear they shared an unbreakable bond. Their joy was palpable, their movements harmonious, as if the doll was more than just an inanimate object to the child. But the scene of jubilation soon turned grim. As the child danced near the grand staircase that led to the upper chambers of the mansion, her foot caught on the edge of her dress. Time seemed to slow as she lost her balance, the horrified faces of onlookers mirroring the terror evident in her wide eyes. The porcelain doll, once her dance partner, was now gripped in a vice-like embrace as the child plummeted down the stairs. The echoing thud of her fall was deafening, shattering the previously joyful atmosphere. The room went silent, save for the soft crackling of candles, and the distant wail of someone who had witnessed the tragedy. Abruptly, the grand ballroom vanished. Instead, Liam found himself in a dimly lit chamber. Walls lined with portraits of stern-looking ancestors watched over the room, their eyes seemingly following every move. In the center, on an ornate pedestal, the porcelain doll stood, now void of its dance partner. The once vibrant eyes seemed dull, and a palpable aura of desolation surrounded it. It was clear that the room was a memorial, a place of remembrance for the lost child. Just as suddenly as it began, the vivid vision ceased. The icy chill was replaced by the stifling heat of a summer night, and Liam found himself back in his bed, sheets tangled around his legs, sweat trickling down his brow. The transition from the spectral vision to reality left him gasping for breath. He glanced at the porcelain doll on his bedside table. It sat serenely, its painted eyes giving away no secrets of the tragic tale it had just revealed. The pull of the doll's stories became inescapable for Liam. Each night, as the moon began its ascent in the sky, a new tale would unfurl, pulling him deeper into the doll's haunting history. In a town bustling with performers, a lanky teenager named Cedric stood out. With dreams larger than life, he roamed the cobbled streets with his marionettes, putting up impromptu performances and garnering applause. His hands were deft, breathing life into wooden figures, making them dance, jump, and emote. However, Cedric always sought something unique, something that would set his performance apart. One fateful afternoon, the allure of an old antique shop drew him in. Hidden amidst relics of the past, the porcelain doll sat, waiting to be discovered once again. Its delicate beauty captivated him instantly. Cedric, envisioning a master performance, purchased the doll, believing it to be the missing piece in his puppetry puzzle. Night after night, audiences gathered in larger numbers, mesmerized by the doll's graceful movements, manipulated skillfully by Cedric's strings. But with each performance, an unsettling feeling grew in the pit of Cedric's stomach. The doll, although an inanimate object, began showcasing signs of autonomy, a flicker of emotion in its eyes, an unexpected turn, a movement not directed by its puppeteer. Then, on a night blanketed by a pitch-black sky, the unimaginable happened. As Cedric began his act, the strings attached, 
to the doll writhed and twisted like living snakes. Before he could comprehend what was happening, they lunged for him. They coiled around his wrists, neck, and legs, pulling him into a macabre dance. The audience, thinking it to be a part of the act, clapped and cheered. But as the strings tightened, Cedric's dance became frantic, desperate. The doll seemed to float, orchestrating this dark symphony, until Cedric lay motionless, a puppet trapped in his own performance. A different time, a different setting. A sunlit studio filled with canvases of various shapes and sizes. Among them, a distinguished artist named Alaric, known far and wide for his skill, was in the throes of a new obsession. The porcelain doll, having changed hands over the years, now sat on his work table, its history unknown to him. But its beauty, undeniable. Alaric began painting the doll. Once, twice, a dozen times. Each portrayal was different, yet a common thread ran through them, an unsettling realism. It was as if Alaric wasn't merely painting the doll but transferring a part of its essence onto the canvas. With each painting, Alaric grew gaunt and pale, his energy waning, while the paintings seemed to pulsate with life. His magnum opus was a large canvas showcasing the doll in all its glory. The background was stormy, with the doll at the forefront, its eyes blazing with an inner fire, almost alive. As Alaric placed the final brushstroke, a wave of exhaustion hit him. He stumbled back, his life force drained, his vision blurring. The last thing he saw before darkness claimed him was the fiery gaze of the doll, staring back at him from the canvas, triumphant. Back in his room, Liam's pulse raced as the tales concluded, a chilling realization forming. The doll wasn't just a silent observer in these stories, it was an active participant, leaving a trail of misfortune in its wake. Dawn painted the horizon with soft hues of pink and gold, but the beauty of the morning was lost on Liam. Sleepless nights, coupled with the realization of the doll's dark influence, had taken a toll on his spirit. A seed of dread had taken root within him, growing larger with every whispered tale. The doll's persistent presence, its haunting stories, and its eerie history became a weight he could no longer bear. Determined to free himself from the doll's malevolent grasp, Liam ventured deep into the forest, a place where the thick canopy of trees blocked out the sun and the chirping of birds masked any human presence. He dug a hole, placing the doll inside with the hope that the earth would reclaim and neutralize its dark energy. But as night fell and he returned to his room, an all-too-familiar sight greeted him. There, on his bedside table, the doll sat, untouched by the soil, its blue eyes gleaming with a cold light. Panic welled up within him. Without a second thought, he grabbed the doll and raced to the nearby river. With all his might, he hurled it into the churning waters, watching as the current pulled it away. But come nightfall, a chilling scene unfolded. The sound of dripping water echoed in his room, and turning, Liam's heart froze. The porcelain doll, drenched and glistening, sat waiting for him, its face illuminated eerily by the silvery glow of the moon. Distraught and desperate, Liam sought answers. 
He pored over old manuscripts, delved into local folklore, and even consulted elders in the community. Whispers of cursed objects and malevolent spirits filled his ears, and one solution seemed to echo the loudest, containment. In a fervent attempt, he procured a sturdy wooden box, etching its interior with religious symbols from various faiths. Prayers were whispered, and the box was consecrated, ready to imprison the evil entity. With a heavy heart, Liam placed the doll inside, sealing it with locks and chains. But by the next sunset, the chains lay broken, the locks snapped open, and the doll was once again perched on his bedside table, its eternal gaze fixed on him. The inescapability of the cycle was clear. No matter how hard Liam tried, the doll was bound to him, tethered by an unseen force. And every night, as the world around him succumbed to darkness, another tale of horror would unfold, leaving him trapped in a never-ending nightmare. The room's oppressive atmosphere was palpable, but this night was different. It was as if the doll was beckoning Liam, urging him to listen to one last tale. And so, resigned to his fate and yearning for some form of closure, Liam succumbed. The air around him shimmered, and the room's modern confines were replaced with a more archaic setting. Rich tapestries adorned the walls, and photographs captured in sepia tones lined the mantelpiece. At the center of this bygone era was a familiar face, youthful and full of life, Liam's grandmother. Her laughter rang through the house, the timbre reminiscent of the stories he had heard of her in his childhood. She had the porcelain doll in her hands, and the bond they shared was evident. They played games, took walks in the garden, and the doll was her constant companion. But as days turned into weeks, a change began to manifest. The house, once full of life and laughter, now bore a sense of foreboding. Family members fell ill after holding the doll, friends met with accidents after merely glancing at it, and an unmistakable aura of dread enveloped the household. Disturbed by the series of calamities, Liam's grandmother began connecting the dots. The common factor in all these unfortunate incidents was the doll. Horrified by her discovery and desperate to protect her loved ones, she decided on a course of action. One fateful evening, she wrapped the doll in an old cloth and climbed the stairs leading to the attic. With a heavy heart, she locked the doll away, hoping that the barrier between the attic and the rest of the house would be enough to contain the malevolent energy it exuded. Years turned into decades. The attic became a place of forgotten memories, housing relics of the past. But like all things suppressed, the doll's energy was merely dormant, waiting for the right moment. And that moment arrived when a curious young boy, Liam, ventured into the attic, unearthing the relic that would change his life forever. As the tale wound down, a weighty realization settled over Liam. His fate was inextricably linked to the doll's history, a history he was now a part of. He was not just an observer of these tales but a character in this ever-unfolding narrative. Morning's first light bathed the room in a soft glow. The porcelain doll, with its ageless beauty, sat silently on the bedside table, its role as a storyteller complete. But Liam was conspicuously absent. The room felt empty, 
devoid of its occupant's presence. Outside, birds chirped, heralding the start of a new day. But amidst the serenity, a chilling sight greeted anyone who looked towards the yard. The tallest tree, previously unremarkable in its existence, now bore a haunting addition. Casting a shadow against the morning sun was a silhouette unmistakably reminiscent of a boy, swaying ever so gently, becoming one with the elements, forever etched in the annals of the porcelain doll's cursed legacy.